What's up, folks? David Soto Jr. here, and this is the David Soto Jr. Podcast. What's up, folks? Welcome to episode 42 of the David Soto Jr. Podcast. I am your host, David Soto Jr. Oh, I took a week off last week. I didn't post anything. Um, Sometimes I'm trying to find a topic of conversation, what I should be talking about. I've known that I, I, I've i been really busy trying to clear up my to-do list and my writing project list. And it's just been kind of crazy, especially with getting uh, the nursery ready. I actually have uh, physical projects. I don't know what you would really call them, but... Um, like I had the dresser, I had a nightstand and, and I have to build something and I just, all this stuff for getting the nursery ready. So I've had a lot on my plate. Uh, we are five weeks away from the baby coming if he comes on time. So we're just getting everything, all our ducks in a row. I've been trying to put out material for reading or I've been trying to write, I've been trying to publish work, I've been trying to get uh, the namesake David Alonso. Uh, oh, I am publishing that, it's a short story, I got the cover done. I've just been taking too much on and I need to just get organized and do one thing at a time. So last week when it came time for podcasting, recording a podcast, I just didn't have my mind clear on what exactly I should be talking about. With all that in mind, what I'm going to talk about today is why can't I lose weight? I'm trying to lose weight and I can't do it. And I actually know why. But let's start with what do I currently weigh? Actually, let's start with this. I got into being this online person with podcasts and videos and and writing and everything because of I wanted to be an expert in uh, health and wellness and weight loss. And I always have been um, trying to be some type of expert in this subject and trying to be a trainer and coach, which I was a personal trainer. I did make a living off personal training a long time ago. That's how I met, you know, who, uh, cause we both worked at Bally total fitness here in St. Louis. So I've always in it, it becoming a, a personal trainer or nutritional coach or wellness coach came from my own problems. It came from working on myself and uh, obtaining knowledge through the process of trying to lose weight myself. So eventually, after years and years and years of of studying and learning and being certified and training and working for in having a business and a clientele and all this, um, I felt like I was pretty knowledgeable and wanted to pursue that as some type of career as money making and I just with a website and I did all this stuff so 
and I did help of quite a bit of people and my books are still out there to help people. Um, but which makes it a little frustrating when I have gained weight and I can't lose it. And, uh, luckily for me, I'm not this weight loss expert anymore. So I did gain weight before and I had to, and I was still trying to be like this. My name used to be primitive Dave. I wrote a book on what I call the primitive uh, eating. Um, but when I tried to be this expert on weight loss and I gained weight, it was depressing. It was hard. So here I am posting pictures on how to eat these good meals and how to lose weight. And when I was gaining weight uncontrollably and I, it just was depressing and it was, it was hard on me to, to do that. So now I'm getting weight and I feel like, okay, well, Hey, I weigh, this is what I weigh right now. I weigh 274 pounds. I gained weight. This is kind of the weight that I weigh. This is what I weigh when I started essentially in 2011, when I started the paleo diet, I weighed this weight. I remember weighing this around 2000 and 2007, 2008. And like, Ooh, I got to lose some weight. And I dropped the weight. Like when I, this is like the most, I, this weight is the weight where I know, Oh, I have to do something. Now I weighed considerably more than this before. I've weighed over 300 pounds at one time. But to weigh, to be in at the 275 uh, level, I know that's always been like a heads up. It's always giving me a heads up. Like, dude, you gotta do something. This is not a good weight for you. Now, I didn't mind weighing 275 when I was lifting weights and was had a lot of muscle. I kinda liked it and I kinda liked when I got as the weight came on, as I put weight on and got a little bit bigger, I didn't mind it, but I don't lift weights. <laughs> I don't even, I'm not, uh, in any type of, uh, strength training, not doing any type of strength training at all right now. So essentially I put on about 35 pounds of fat. Uh, it's definitely not muscle cause I'm not doing any weight training or strength training at all. I'm trying to sip coffee quietly because I listened to my podcast and I thought that's annoying. I should stop that. So here I am. Uh, 274 pounds is what I weighed last time. I noticed the weight gain when I went to the doctor and got a fit and got my physical, my annual physical. And I, I, I didn't notice that I like, Ooh, I gained 20 pounds. That's kind of, that, that's kind of suck. I'll, I'll, I'll I gotta reel it in. Right. But then I went to the doctor and I had gained another 10 pounds. And so I was like, Whoa, what's going on? And then my blood pressure was high. My blood sugar was high and I was just getting out of control. So this was, I think in December. So starting in December, I started watching what I was eating. Um, started tracking my stuff on, uh, oh, oh, an app. You know, there's a million of them. Well, I don't know if there's a million of them, but there's all these apps that track your food and calories. Started tracking it. Started eating low carb. And uh, Christmas came and went. And, and, of course, I made some progress up to Christmas. And then Christmas came. And I lost all that progress after Christmas. I jumped on it again. 
and I made some progress and I went from actually about 273 down to 264 so I was like here we go uh, I'm awesome I know what I'm doing I'm losing losing the weight and then it just came back and I, it reminds me of these po points in my life where I uh, uncontrollably lose weight no matter what I do I cannot lose weight in fact I keep gaining um, so let's look at what I'm doing right now or what I have been doing to lose weight it's one thing is calorie de deficit it's not something I usually do or care about I there's been several times in my life where I dropped a weight and I didn't have to count calories and whatever but it's very helpful even just tracking it so even like running a budget when you when you're concerned about money and just tracking your money and where you're spending on it brings awareness and that makes things makes th makes things a lot easier to control uh, there's this a quote is things that can be measured can be altered I think that's how it goes so I started measuring and with that I started altering my diet a little bit and kind of backing off uh, overeating or, e or even increasing some activities so that I can be in a calorie deficit for most days the next thing I did is go low carb like it's pretty obvious that the what the damaged sugar does uh, releasing insulin into your bloodstream and uh, if you're eat too much sugar and your glycogenic store or glycogen stores are full and which is basically your body stores sugar for energy and if you eat more sugar when those storage basically or let me just put it like storage containers to deliver in your muscles but when it's full of sugar and then you eat more then what happens is it just gets stored as fat so by eliminating sugar and using what's in those stores then your body kind of converts into burning fat and this is how it's this kind of makes it easy to lose weight there's I don't know hundreds of thousands of people who have done Atkins who have done uh, keto which is so popular right now, but it's been around for years. Uh, there's so many people who have, have done these low-carb, high-fat diets and got amazing results. So it's not crazy. It's pretty much science, and it's easy. The problem is I'm doing it, and it didn't. it's not having an effect on my weight. It's not. I'm not. Like, I'm wearing pants. I had to buy pants to fit because I, I gained so much weight that I'm not fitting into my normal pants. So, I am controlling my sugar. Ne next thing I do is, is my activity levels. So, I'm talking to you right now from a treadmill disc, although the treadmill is not on. I got this entire thing set up because I was tired of sitting on my butt on my computer every morning. So, now I'm standing or walking and I increase my steps to about 16,000 steps a day. Um, so my, you know, granted I'm not working out, but I am a lot more active than I was when I started gaining all this weight. I would wake up in the mornings and just sit at the computer. Now I wake up in the mornings and I'm walking while I'm sitting, while I'm working on the computer. 
So activity levels are up. I'm burning more calories. I am eating less and I am controlling my sugar and nothing is happening. With those three things, I should be, the weight should be coming off. And sometimes it does. Um, and I have, so let me tell you why I think it's not working. <laughs> like all those things that I am doing should, if I were to coach somebody and tell them, oh, let's, let's do this, let's do this. Those three things, uh, uh, increase activity, not workout right because remember those glycogen stores i told you about if you go do a you know kick butt cardio routine you're going to use all that sugar and if you use all that sugar your body's going to demand that it gets replaced and that's when those cravings are going to come and it's going to be so hard so if you do if you increase your activity at a lower uh, level uh, you won't create that glycogen demand and those cravings won't come. So I would recommend people do a like low impact kind of cardio workout. Walking is like the number one thing, especially if you are obese. Now, I don't know if I'm considered obese yet. I don't feel like I'm, I am uh, obese, but I'm talking about people who are uh, 50 100 pounds 200 pounds overweight and uh, let's look at the biggest loser they make these people go through these strenuous workouts and actually it's funny that i think of the strenuous workouts is the reason i'd recommend people don't go through these one of the reasons these tough workouts and go and do crossfit and all this other stuff is because you're putting stress on your body and that's what the problem is here so I would recommend all these things to people f to lose weight. I'm doing them myself, but it's not working. And it's because of stress. Stress is a factor that people don't think about when it comes to weight loss. And I don't seem like I'm under any stress. And so if you know who, if I tell you who, it's like, oh, I have, uh, it's stress. I can't lose weight and I know that it's stress. And she doesn't see it. Like, what are you stressing about? You seem so laid back. You seem like you're not worried about things. And well, I am, I just don't show it. And that could be part of the problem, right? That I'm not like letting this, letting this out, that I'm stressing out. So I wrote an article on how I lost weight a while ago. I wonder if I can find it here. And the premise of this article was that the things I did to lose weight were all stress relievers. There was nothing that I, uh, it was none of the, the, the typical things that people think about. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, uh, calorie counting. It wasn't, uh, exercise and working out and joining the CrossFit gym or doing any of this th those things. Uh, the things on this list, I got it right here. I got five things that I did to help lose weight. Number one was mineral salt baths. Um, 
I got this apartment in St. Louis and it had a clawfoot tub and I'm a big guy. I'm more, I mean, I'm six, seven and then right now 275 pounds. So I'm a big guy and I can't really soak in a tub unless it's huge. So when I got this tub and uh, utilities were included in rent, I was playing this, it was a really cheap apartment. I took baths uh, with mineral salts and just loved it and would sit in there and read listen listen to Jeff Buckley and read and I love that number two was I, I started doing hot yoga again we're not talking first of all hot yoga is pretty tough <laughs> but I'm not talking about I started doing um, you know just training my balls off so that I can burn as many calories as possible I went to something that was it was strenuous but uh, what I list here is like uh, some of the benefits was I went two hours without my phone um, and the phone is supposed to be causing cause stress uh, with the anticipation of notifications, etc. I worked on a lot of mobility, stretching, I did breathing exercises, there was relaxation, and it was 90 minutes of sweating. Like, think about it, like right now, and it's winter, it's been winter for, you know, a few months. I haven't really broke sweat. Um, so, to do an activity where you're actually pouring sweat out of you uh, I really think is, is beneficial and relaxing so in doing yoga I got a lot of benefits out of it uh, number three was I stopped doing work I hated I was a real estate agent and I couldn't stand it anymore and every time the phone rang I would look at it like oh is this a client like it's, it just sucked and sometimes I would just hit the button on the clients like I don't want to talk you want to sell your house you want me to list it I don't want to do it call somebody else I really hated it and I actually was let go from my real estate agent a broker let me go and at first I was pissed but then I'm like you know what that's awesome I don't have to do this anymore and I felt really really relieved uh, number four, it says, I ate what I wanted. Now, this is this is tough to talk about. It's tough to pinpoint exactly what it is I'm talking about here. But the stress of not letting yourself eat something um, is probably worse on your body and your weight loss than not eating it. And so one of the things I recall is when I lived in Mexico for five months, I didn't even know what paleo, like I maintained a weight for five months in Mexico, drinking beer, smoking cigarettes and eating essentially whatever I want. Granted, I did walk everywhere I go and then I go back to walking, right? So I did have some level of activity, but I, I it wasn't until I got back into the, to the States and was under stress again started eating or was eating whatever I wanted I continued to eat whatever I wanted right um, that I gained weight so the so the five months that I'm uh, living in Mexico and just enjoying my life and 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 eating whatever I want don't even know what the paleo diet is I, I work as a as a bouncer for beer I, I I maintained the weight of about 255 pounds for that entire time. Um, so, is 
Now, there's no question that what you eat has to do with your body weight, but this shows to me, this proves to me that there's also the amount of stress in your life contributes to weight gain and weight loss. Not only is it what you eat, or uh, but it's it's the stress, the stress you have on you. And for me to live in Mexico, to not have a job, to uh, walk the streets of Guanajuato and and, and live just this fantasy life that nobody gets to live there was no stress in my life at all and it showed in the fact that I didn't have to worry about anything uh, as far as trying to maintain weight or lose weight I didn't even know I could get below 255 to tell you the truth so I was content at, at what I what I was weighing at the time um, and the fifth thing I did was get out of a bad relationship I could go on and on about making decisions uh but i was unhappy in a relationship i was in and getting out of it was a stress reliever and i felt i felt better about it and my point of telling you all of these so this five things that we're telling you is going over this article is that what i did to lose weight was relieve stress and so now here i am 30 30 to 35 pounds overweight over my normal weight like 240 is good I like 235 240 has been good for me um, I think when I started this summer with you know who I was at 240 maybe 240 in or, or, or at the most 240 uh, we got it on a paleo diet with her I, I we were eating a lot but she got pregnant the food aversions came, which made it hard to cook for her. And then the cravings, her cravings came, which made it hard for me not to eat. Now, I've been doing good controlling my sugar, not binging. On occasions, I do, uh, we'll have pizza and I'll have cravings for like French toast and we'll do that on a Saturday or a Sunday and get those things knocked out of the way. But I've been doing really good. But for Christmas, I got an Apple Watch. And I gave up wearing watches back in 2005 when I left Iraq because I never wanted to care about time ever again. I thought it was just symbolic. I just gave my watch away. Like, I don't ever, I, I don't care, and it's never going to affect me. Uh, the thing about the Apple Watch is that I, when I got it for Christmas, I put it on right away and started tracking all this health information. And one of the things that I uh, used to pay attention to, but but stopped, um, but the Apple Watch does is called heart rate. <clears throat> excuse me, heart rate variability. And the heart rate variability is the time in between heartbeats. So I get to look at my heartbeat, which is cool when I notice that it's uh, under sixty. Like my resting heart rate is pretty good, um, and but the heart rate variability has to do it is it, the time in between beats and it has to do with um, stress and your sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. Now, this is something I learned a few years ago and I try to not pay attention to or I got into it heavily, but I haven't paid attention to it for a few years. I've just because I've been spending the past few years out on the road 
enjoying life and fishing every day. So what happens with the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system is the sympathetic nervous system is your flight or flight, fight or flight response. And the parasympathetic nervous system is the, what, what they call rest and digest. Essentially, it's stress. Um, the parasympathetic or the sympathetic nervous system, if you are high in this in this area, if your heart rate variability is low, you have you are in the sympathetic nervous system. If your heart rate variability is high, you are in the parasympathetic nervous system. Essentially, now that I have this watch and I can and I'm tracking this stuff again, I see that I am almost constant constantly in the sympathetic nervous system. I am constantly in flight or fight. And this is stress. This is stress related. And I have to get this under control. And I thought maybe I should look back at my old blog posts about the, the five things I did to lose weight. But essentially, what, am, what is this entire podcast about, this episode about, is that I'm not losing weight because I am essentially under stress constantly. And I wanted to bring it to other people's attention that if you are struggling with your weight loss, that you have to consider the fact that you are under a, a, a constant stress. And that's why there's two kinds of stress, and it's going to be uh, emotional and physical. So if you're under stress and it's causing you not to lose weight or causing you to gain weight, why would you go through these stressful workouts? To, to you know, it's just gonna like compound your problems and make things worse. Like you're under emotional stress, so then you're gonna go to the gym and hire your trainer and go through even more stress. Now you're gonna add physical stress to your emotional stress. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So now activity is good, walking is good, and maybe even casually doing some weightlifting or some strength training like for me i love and i haven't been doing it but i love rock climbing and i haven't done it on a regular basis in years but i haven't had a partner but i used to go um every day and i wasn't working out and i was just doing something that i enjoyed that by happenstance happened to require physical activity so what I'm going to end up doing is I have to start incorporating some of these stress relievers. One of the things I have to do is get a job. My income is is non-existent. Um, essentially, I mean, I got some a couple bucks coming in through through book sales and stuff, but I do not have. I'm not making enough money to cover expenses, and I haven't been uh, for over a year. So. Financially, with a baby on the way, I am sweating. And you cannot see it. And that's probably part of the problem. And that's why this podcast, I, I, I say this a lot, is that's why this podcast is good for me. Because I get to talk about stuff. And I just realized now, in this episode, that I do not 
have any form of stress relief going on. And I need to incorporate some of these things. So that's it. That's it, folks. I appreciate you guys being part of this process where I am working things out and trying to better myself, especially, I mean, I'm bettering myself for myself, but now I'm kind of more motivated because I have a son on the way and I want to lead by example. I want to, I want it to be the perfect, perfect example, or at least as good as an example as I can for him. So. That's it, folks. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at David E. Soto Jr. Uh, you find me on Medium at David Soto Jr. And where else? Where else can you find me? Oh, Amazon. Check me out on Amazon, David Soto Jr. If you're interested in any of my books, I got a new one, a short story coming out. It's going to be a 99 cent purchase. It's going to be super cheap. And... Um, it's just a short, fun story that I, I, I decided to put out there. Um, so if you get a chance, check me out. I'll put links in the show notes, and I appreciate you tuning in. Thanks. Thanks.